Bear Patriots. I'm loving this. I'm so proud of our Canadian brothers and sisters, our neighbors. They're doing such a great job. And this is <laughs> the powers that be are not happy about it. Okay, it's time to go home now. No, we're not going home. We're not playing on this. And then you've got the farmers. Everyone's joining in together. And so the word is that, and I've been sharing this on the Telegram, that we are just, the Americans are supposed to sit tight and let's just let their system play out. And it may be that their their whole thing will, will fall. They'll have to, you know, whenever they remove the mandates and the people are, are removed from power, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but they're just wanting us to let them go first, okay? Our our neighbors go first. So we'll we'll just stay tuned and we'll see. This is the Freedom Force Battalion. I'm Melissa, Red Pill of the World. And I always look at this, um, at what's going on, the current events, in the light of God's Word, because this is literally biblical. This is the day that the Lord had told us that we would be set free from our enemies. And I go into all this. I have 600 videos on here. When you scroll down with your little mouse, you'll see the videos. I have tons of videos on here. And also I have this book that I wrote, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. No doubt about it, this is the end of them and a thousand years of peace for us. And if you keep scrolling, you keep scrolling, you'll see the sign that the Lord put in the heavens for us, just like the Bethlehem star, that this is the day that we are going to be set free from them. I go on into all that in the book. So definitely check. It's on Amazon for $2.99. So check into it. And I also have the audio book on freedomforce.live. You can also get it from Audible if you're if you're an Audible person. Anyway, so yeah. So this is uh, very exciting. It's, it's been a bestseller. And I think a lot of people are, are um, learning about this. Thank you so much for sharing it. Um, just whoever you feel like you would need this encouragement. So they'll come out from under the bed and hiding. They told us that we were going to escape. They told us we wouldn't, you know, you'd have to fight the beast. That was a big fat lie and all that. So, but tell your friends and it's very good news. Someone just actually posted, um, on the a comment. They said that their, uh, his man's wife was in the hospital. She's okay, but she was, you know, just a little bit discouraged. She was wanting to get better faster. And so she's been reading this book and it really encouraged her. And he says he feels like it's helped her to get better faster. Yay. So, hey, Nick, I'm so glad that all that's going so well. All right, so let's go. We're going to talk about Truth Social. We're going to talk about reparations. We're going to talk about this Russia, uh, China thing going on. Okay, so first thing, let's talk about, and I don't know if I can make this a little bit bigger. Let's see. This is something that Liz Harrington, I would definitely encourage you to follow Liz Harrington. She is the spokesperson, one of the spokespersons for, uh, well, for Truth Social and various things that President Trump does. Um, uh, this was today. Facebook and big tech are seeking to destroy the Freedom Convoy of truckers. The Freedom Convoy is peacefully protesting the harsh policies of far-left lunatic Justin Trudeau, who has destroyed Canada with insane COVID mandates. Now, thankfully, the Freedom Convoy could be coming to D.C. with American truckers who want to protest Biden's ridiculous COVID policies. Now, and I, that's what I hear, that they are. I, it's just about a matter of the timing. So make sure that we, and of course, you know Facebook banned them. Listen, he's he's going to talk about that. Facebook is canceling the accounts of the Freedom Convoy USA and GoFundMe deni- is denying access to funds that belong to the Freedom Convoy. That is unacceptable and extremely, uh-oh, let's see, extremely dangerous in any country that values free expression. Truth Social is Announcing today that we are welcoming the Freedom Convoy with open arms to communicate freely on Truth Social when we launch. Coming back, coming very soon, Truth Social will fight back against big tech so we can protect our rights to free free expression. Also, on top of everything, it is a big news that Facebook daily users went down for the first time ever. People are tired of biased social media like Twitter and Facebook. It's showing in their numbers. 
How about that? Did you see that Facebook went down? Somebody, I think uh, Zuckerberg lost $2 billion, so he's no longer in the top uh, wealthiest people in the world. <laughs> Yay. I'm telling you, this whole Facebook thing, it's, uh, yeah, it's really looking, it's looking like it's, uh, it's going the way of the dodo bird. It's, um, you know, and anyone who's invested in that, in these big tech, I would just say get out while the getting's good. I would get, I've been out long, long, long ago. Anyway, so yeah, that, that is so cool. I'm so proud of the Freedom Convoy for all that they are doing. Now, let's go. Okay, this is a video I want you guys to see. This is about the election um, interference, and this just came out yesterday. They've been talking about it all on main, uh, on MSNBC. Let me see if I have this one right here. Yeah, so I'm going to play you the video of it. And so this is going to be coming out because if they have, the, the question is this: if we knew, if our government knew, if Trump knew, if the White Hats knew that foreign there was foreign interference in the election. What can they do? Can they seize the machines? Now, what the left is going to say is, no, these, it's run by the states and just leave it in the states and that you, can, you don't have anything to do. What, but what if it's an act of war? And this is what our president did. President Trump put out an executive order that if this was election interference, it would be considered an act of war. And that is when we can get involved are the white hats in the federal level can get involved okay and seize the machines okay so this is what this is going to be about and so this is just now coming out on some mainstream media i'm going to check something real quick make sure that i'm recording yay i am i've got a new system i want to make sure i'm doing it right so check this out this is katherine harridge who is a patriot and always has some really good information so but she has to play it real close to the best cbs news has exclusively reviewed documents that shed more light on internal discussions among former President Trump's advisors about the possible seizure of voting machines. Those discussions were happening as they publicly alleged fraud in the 2020 election. There is no evidence of that fraud. Had this happened, it would have been an unprecedented use of federal power. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge has this story for us. Uh, Catherine, good morning to you. This would have been the federal government reaching into state-run elections for the first time in American history. What more are we learning? Well, Tony, good morning. While it's not clear from the records what role former President Trump played in these deliberations, if any, the records do show several options were considered by his team but never executed. Emails and records obtained by CBS News suggest there were multiple versions of draft orders that called for the seizure of voting machines after the 2020 presidential election. This draft order, dated December 17th, would have empowered the Secretary of Homeland Security to seize, collect, preserve, protect, retain, and analyze all machines. The three-page draft also granted the Homeland Security Secretary the power to immediately seek any and all search warrants to carry out and execute this directive. A day earlier, another draft order reviewed by CBS News looked to grant similar powers to the Defense Secretary. The draft, which contains one typo and no signature line for President Trump, is dated December 16th and is similar to a record previously reported by Politico. Emails indicate the draft orders were shared in mid-December among a small group advising then-President Trump, including Rudy Giuliani, former New York City Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick, former Army Colonel Phil Waldron, and retired General and Trump's former National Security Advisor Mike 
Michael Flynn, who said this at the time about the president's options. I mean, he could immediately, on his order, seize every single one of these machines around the country on his order. In one email, Flynn writes, fix the spelling error in the title. Ensure it gets a legal review, but this is ready to go from my standpoint. Carrick told CBS News the draft orders were circulated by Waldron to members of both the Giuliani legal team and a group under attorney Sidney Powell as they discussed ways to preserve evidence. Both teams filed unsuccessful litigation over what they claimed to be election fraud. Carrick said he was on a call where Giuliani asked Ken Cuccinelli, then acting deputy secretary of Homeland Security, if his department had the authority to seize the ballot machines. According to Carrick, Cuccinelli told Giuliani no. Cuccinelli did not respond to CBS's questions. Okay, before I play the last part of that, I just want to make sure that you kind of get some inside scoop on Cuccinelli. We had heard about him on the board because he was, oh, no, we don't have the authority to do such a thing. And so that, that is if you've got, you know, if you've got you know, a normal circumstance. But if it is an act of war, an act of war where you have foreign interference, you've got proof, you've got evidence that you've got Chinese uh, 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 um, have infiltrated the machines to twist, to, to change the numbers, then that's a whole different story. When you have an act of war, it's a whole different set of rules that apply. And, of course, Cuccinelli didn't want to even, you know, consider any of that. And so he was pushing back. And we've heard about this on the board um, uh, about that. But, yeah, so these, these had been discussing it. They say that it didn't happen. Well, okay, maybe they didn't seize all the machines, but they have the data. As, as we've heard from Mike Lindell, they have all the data. They didn't need to seize the machines. They have the evidence as, you know, that they knew uh, this was, I think, dated the 18th. They knew this on, you know, right on the day of the election. And that this was enacted, according to Patriot Patel, uh, Patel Patriot, whatever, that was enacted on um, the 15th of December. So this is coming out in the mainstream, and I bet you what's going to happen. I'll tell you that after you finish listening. While neither of the draft orders was implemented, a member of the select committee investigating the January 6th riot said the discussions are concerning. This was one more avenue that he explored, uh, issuing an executive order that would authorize either the Department of Justice or Homeland Security or the Department of Defense just to go out and seize a state's election machinery. Obviously, there's no law providing for that. And CBS News also asked for comment from General Flynn, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell and Phil Waldron, but they did not respond, Tony. Catherine Harridge for us. Catherine, uh, thank you very much. I mean, the security of American elections, guys, rests in part on a paper trail and state-run elections. This would have been an unprecedented reach of the federal government into that system, and it would have brought our country into uncharted territory. Right. Uncharted. Yep, I agree. It would have been uncharted because have we ever at least had a sitting president who was who cared if there was interference in an election. <laughs> no, because it's always been rigged until President Trump. They just had this big prayer breakfast yesterday and they had all of them go except for President Trump. What does that tell you? So he's not one of them. Okay, all of our lives, Republican, Democrat, whatever, and everything was fine until President Trump. And so they, it's, it was clearly, it, there was clearly interference and they said, oh, we, there's no precedent. There's, you can't do that. 
we've got to be able to have the states control it, and, and that would be fine if there wasn't foreign interference and an act of war. So I wonder if what they're going to do is, you know, say, oh, we're bringing President Trump. This is the way to get him. And he was guilty of treason because he was doing the, you know, something like that. And then all of this come out and say, well, then we need to show up, show the proof. We need to find out what, what really happened. And here's all the, the proof and the evidence. That's one of the reasons they might not do it that way. But anyway, because they don't want any, anybody looking into any of the evidence for this election fraud and all the interference. Anyway, we shall see. I just wanted you to make sure that you knew about this was coming out on MSNBC and CBS and all of them. Um, because you probably don't watch those channels. All right. So now I love my Steve Cortez. He was... Um, He's got a couple things I wanted to share with you that he said today on Bannon. Talk about from Joe Biden. I have to wonder, uh, because I was so intensely involved in this issue in the 2020 campaign, I have to wonder uh, how much he has been personally compromised and how much the fact that both Moscow and Beijing funneled tens of millions of dollars directly to the Biden family. That's not a conspiracy. That is proven. It, it has been audited. It has been revealed by the Senate Homeland Security Committee as well as. And the mainstream media is silent. The laptop from hell. So I also wonder how much uh, his, his on a personal level, uh, his being compromised is, is unfortunately putting the United States in a vulnerable position here. But regarding that and regarding domestic politics and to connect that back to this new grand alliance between Putin and Xi, you know, Ben Harnwell mentioned before you came on that historically China and Russia uh, are states at enmity. I mean, they don't typically get along. They're not natural allies. Haven't we, because of our domestic politics, particularly given the obsession we have with wanting to confront Russia, haven't we, to a large degree, really pushed these two countries together who are not, again, by default, uh, friendly. Yeah, that's exactly what we've done. And that's exactly what Bannon was saying, too. <laughs> yeah, so check out so check out uh, Nancy Pelosi and she put together. That is so, these, these uh, anons are great. Let's check this out. As I say, as I wish the athletes well, I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there. Because, of course, we're going, our wonderful uh, athletes are going to the Olympics. Because I fear for oh, yeah, because their safety if they do. Yeah, because, yeah, so she's saying that she doesn't trust this, the, the Chinese Communist Party with our students. Hello, why are we sending our, our athletes over there? So, yeah, so she's just a, a, a mouthpiece. And really, I, I don't think it's Xi, to be honest. I think it's, it, it's she's a mouthpiece for the Chinese Communist Party. I think there's a giant sting operation going on, and we have gotten that information from the boards. If you look at, up the word Putin, you'll see a lot of things about it that you go, hmm, there's something else going on. There's one post where it says, what if Putin and Xi are working with President Trump to take down the cabal? It's not exactly those words, but that's I, I couldn't find it right now, but basically that's it. But, yeah, Vladimir Putin says the New World Order worship site. <laughs> he's he's called them out. They hate him because they are, you know, he, he's called them out many times. Okay. So yeah, so all this you might just sometimes go on um qag.news, qagg.news or qanon.pub and just search the word um Putin on there or, or you know whoever you want to look up. But yeah, that's quite an interesting thing. Now he also said this little clip about reparations. So he's saying, okay, and, and let's just say this: Cortez is a spokesperson for President Trump. He has always been one of on the on high up on the team with President Trump. If this was not something that was in the works, that was going to happen, he would not be saying this. He's not just going to 
throw out something that is so, I mean, really it's outlandish to think that we would go to say, look, forget, you know, what he's saying is we should not send our uh, athletes over there. We should send a delegation of attorneys and, and diplomats over there to say, demand that we get our money back from rep reparations for all the damages of the COVID, of what they've done in act of war against our country. And so we need reparations as I think he said $60 trillion, which basically, you know, actually that may be on another post, but anyway, he was saying that basically all the treasury notes, and this would just zero that out. Okay. Basically wipe out our debt. Really. It's, it's that, it's that big of a deal. And as president Trump just, oh, it was president Trump the other day saying there was 60 trillion. And he also said that not to mention, not to mention all the, the people who have died you know, and their, their culpability in that. So listen to it. This is Steve Cortez, the same one I was showing you on the, on the video before. The only delegation, the only American delegation that should be going to China right now is not athletes. It's not uh, news cameras or, or news crews from NBC or anywhere else. It should only be a delegation of diplomats and attorneys with our demand terms for biological war reparations from the Chinese Communist Party for what they knowingly did to America, what they knowingly did to the world. It was an epidemiological Pearl Harbor price and in fact are now being rewarded with a global soiree and they know because of our weakness and not confronting with this that we can be pushed if they can destroy the american economy if they can kill 800,000 americans and 5 million people throughout the world and are not held account anytime you try to bring it up right the mainstream media beats you down they understand they got it right what are, what are they clearly biden and pelosi are are controlled by the ccp okay no doubt about it. And, and just look at her. She's the spokesperson for them. But Ch Trump is not. Bannon is not. You know, all of these patriots are not. And we are, we are wanting to hold them to an account, and we will hold them to an account. As the Word of God says that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. I mean, I, I talk about that in the book and in the new book that I'm writing. All of these things, it's over and over and over it comes out. It, it, it says it, the, the uh, wealth will come back to us. It says it in... Joel, it says it in Habakkuk. I mean, just all these places, it says that they'll be left penniless and helpless. And it's who, like the one I'm going to share with you here in a minute, I'm going to go ahead and do it right now because I'm already on the subject. But in Zechariah, look at this. Tyre, which is the cabal, has built up strong, a strong fortress and has made silver and gold as plentiful as dust in the streets. But now the Lord will strip away Tyre's possessions and hurl its fortifications into the sea and it will be burned to the ground. I will grab the bloody meat from their mouths and snatch the detestable sacrifices from their teeth. Who's that talking about? It's exactly what Putin said. These people worship Satan. They have all this wealth. They have accumulated all this wealth. They've hoarded all this wealth. I just saw, I just posted this on the Telegram. If you don't follow up on my Telegram, definitely join on here. So all the social media is right here. Um, all the social media. It was it, big, giant roll-off containers filled with, with gold, bars of gold. And that was, those were the weapons of mass destruction, that they had all this gold. And, the, and the, you know, our, our um, you know, uh, Bush wanted it, and they went over there and sold it. That's what it was about. So yeah, this is um, this is uh, this is what this whole Russia thing is about, and China. We're going to be set free from them. We're going to be set free from basically the cabal. Okay. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate Cortez uh, laying it out there, and that uh, yeah. So this is where now don't let this worry you because the way that Bannon does, he's all. Um, he, you have to listen very carefully to what Bannon says, okay? So don't worry. He's not saying that we're going to, it sounds like, oh, it's going to be destruction. He's trying to get everybody jazzed up. 
first of all. But he also knows that the future is that we're going to be set free from them. He knows that. So check it out. China, China, China. And now... All right, come on, Bannon, you can say it. Let me refresh it. Let me see if it'll, if it'll come up. But he's basically saying that we have pushed Russia into the arms of China because of these stupid, stupid moves that they've made, okay? So it's really getting down to, um, it's getting down to a, you know, pitting, you know, NATO versus, you know, all the, uh, the pushing them over together as, as allies trying to, they're trying to foment a war. Now, let's see if this is going to come up. It's not going to want to do it. China, 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 and now. Uh, okay, anyway, that's okay. Uh, we, we, basically, I told you what it meant, what he said. Now, you're going to love this. The elites on Wall Street and the elites in this city. Okay, you don't get another chance, Bannon. <laughs> People do that on his show all the time. All right, so this kid, he looks like he's about 13. He's up there being a spokesperson for base, for the you know the Biden administration, but basically for the CIA, okay? And so this amazing um, um, journalist is actually acting like a journalist. Imagine that. He's pushing back. And I think that if I had, were in their shoes, I would... I would certainly do the same thing, but it, let's just say that they have been just towing the line and just saying whatever they've been told to say. But then it's come out: oh, Russia was a Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax, and this wasn't true, and that wasn't true, and Kabul was was you know, all these different things didn't hold water. And so they're basically being the water boy for these people. They're like, I'm over, I'm over it. I don't trust a word out of your mouth. And that's basically what he's saying here. So he's saying, you know, just because you say that this is happening in Russia and they've got this video, why would I believe that? Why would I believe anything out of your mouth? And I, he doesn't say it exactly like that, but not close, not far. Check it out. Uh, thanks. Uh, okay, well, that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, so you said actions such as these suggest otherwise, suggest meaning that... They suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a... What actions are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact, actions? What? The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You know, you've made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning what, activity. What, what but, activity. But let me let me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I'm, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you'll let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they – I mean, this is like crisis actors, really. This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? 
Now, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and would statements. You, would you like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for that's, yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. Oh, my gosh. I love this so much. <laughs> that's I love this guy. This Matt guy. Good job, Matt. Thank you so much. That's exactly what we've been saying. And people, like, to be honest, people send me stuff all the time. And I'm like, give me some backup for this. Because I can't, I just very, very seriously can't post stuff unless I have backup. There's so much stuff going on out there. So let's be a Matt. Let's do exactly what Matt's doing. And let's just say, look, give me, give me the backup for this. Give me some detail. Give me some, some evidence for this. That I can, you know, corroborate, and I can before I, I'm not going to post anything that you're saying, unless you give me some evidence. Thank you. He's actually being a journalist. Yay. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? I, I would like. Oh my goodness, he's such a poor young guy, 13 year old guy. He's like a deer in the headlights. To see some proof that you that 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 that, that, that you can show that that. Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that that, that you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for a while. I long know that time. was my point. As, you as, you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know yeah. that when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. we do so in, in a means we do and so I, we do so with an eye to protecting that, that sources Kabul and methods. Is not gonna fall. I remember when you said Kabul was not going to fall. Yeah, and he reported that, and he, it made him look like an idiot. They're tired of being made to look like an idiot. Because we're not, we're not buying their, we're not going to their sites anymore because we see that they're just a mouthpiece. And he's like, I can't keep give, I can't keep doing this. Yay. Even the media is going to be like, I can't be your, you know, mouthpiece for these lies anymore. I, I remember a lot of things. So where, where, where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have it's declassified. It's not the format; it's the content. I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you. I'm sorry you are doubting the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. No, I, I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in order uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it clear as day, to lay bare. The fact that this has always been an attempt on the part of the Russian Federation to fabricate a pretext. Yeah. We think that you're the one fabricating a pretext. But you don't have any any evidence to back it up other than what you're saying. It's like you're saying, we think we, we, we have information that the Russians may do this. But you won't tell us what the information well, is. That, and then when, when, that, when you're that, asked... That is the idea behind when, deterrence, Matt. When, that is the idea behind asked, deterrence. And when it is asked, our hope that the Russians don't go forward with this. Is, you say, I just gave it to you. But that, that's not what... You, We're going round and round and round and round and round. <laughs> He's just like, Mommy! <laughs> it was funny. I could watch that all day long. Put that on loop. That's awesome. All right, so yeah, and, and Nancy uh, G. All right, so yeah... Now, the next thing is, this is, okay, this is a very interesting concept. I want to make sure that you guys have heard about um, this guy, uh, James Polos. He's uh, an editor of the American Mind. Let me see if I can get this one. Let's bring in James Polos from American Mind. To establish their sovereignty in the digital world by taking advantage of, really bringing back, making central to their regime, their most basic 
theological civilizational resources. You see China trying to make the bots Taoists so that they can program their society in, in, uh, in, into their, their sort of fundamental civilization again. I think they paid a real price. Uh, interacting with the West and globalization as they did, their their people became more amoral, more obsessed with money. Chinese don't like that. They want to create, you know, one harmonious, unified society and use technology. Well, what they want is the people to be to accept being poor. But the point is, they're saying each of the societies, each of these power groups, are struggling to get their message out. And we are too. We're trying to get our message out on the internet, so it will take hold and take root and say we want to be a civil a civil society that. That believes in us in the soul that we are not just transhuman, that we're not just a, a machine that can be manipulated and and vaxxed and 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 uh, like a toy, you know, car or something. That you know, we want to make sure that this is the is the truth that that rises to the top. That we are a living soul that is connected to a creator instead of a slave for this giant Borg. Okay, you remember the Borg? to do that you look over in russia their response to uh, to digital was to build you know the main cathedral of the the armed forces and roll out some really slick videos uh, announcing a, a new more intimate relationship between the church and the military uh and uh, they're kind of the last bastion of you know a really uh sort of ancient uh eastern orthodox uh, uh, conservatism, you know, there, there are all these different uh, uh, Eastern Orthodox churches out there, and a lot of them are, you know, quite weak and more or less propped up by U.S. dollars. You got the the Ecumenical Patriarchate in uh, in, in Istanbul, Constantinople there, and uh, even through the Trump years, you know, it's it's been U.S. policy to sort of use those different churches. Uh, the the uh, Patriarchate in Alexandria has been one of the latest. Uh, to uh, back the uh, the breakaway um, Ukrainian Orthodox Church, which is sort of this nationalistic project. Uh, okay, so you're like, what is he talking about? Okay, so ba- let me just break it down to say, okay, are we going to be in the Borg, or are we going to have this uh, Judeo-Christian ethic that where we are a soul, that we are a living soul that have that is created in, in the image of God, okay? And it's it's a giant deal. Is you know which way are we going to go? Because if we go with it, clearly that's the way we're going to go. We're going to go to into a thousand years of peace as I talk about in the book. It's a thousand years of peace. This is what it's talking about. They're not going to rule over us to tell us that we're part of the Borg, okay? And so he's talking about all these, you know, Russia is trying to do that. They're trying to make sure that we are that we are that that truth is is uh, push to the to the forefront that we are a living soul created in the image of God. Same thing with you know various different ones that he was he was listing there. So I just wanted you to see that and be a part of understanding that that's what they're trying to do is to to make us think that we're just a machine. Okay, All right. and then Elon Musk has a very interesting thing of it, uh, part of it, because um, uh, Joe came on and he was talking about that. Uh, Elon Musk. Maybe people say, oh, he's a good guy, but he's actually kind of heading up this whole cyborg type of thing. So check this out. He talks about America giving over to a sort of cyborg theocracy. Because if there's any one individual who speaks regularly in public about the, the ultimate implications of technology, it's Elon Musk. I would say that he is, in some sense, uh, a high priest of the cyborg theocracy, whether he wants to be or not. No, I think, by the way, so we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. And this is why this piece is so important is why we brought Joe Allen over here to cut to the chase. You know, you got all these fanboys running around. Oh, Elon Musk will be secretary of treasurer, be head of the Federal Reserve. 
we got to really look at what Elon Musk is really doing and who finances him. The Chinese Communist Party out of Shanghai finances him, okay? And what is his real intentions and where is his work taking not just him, but taking us? All next in the war room. Did you catch that? He said that Elon Musk is 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 funded by the Chinese Communist Party. I think he's risen to be like maybe the top most most well uh, the wealthiest person in the world. He is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. This whole the technology is really to put us into this Borg. And that's so anyway, definitely check into these videos that he just posted. Today is February 4th, 2022. Joe Allen was on his show today talking about this, as well as this other young man, uh, James Polos from the editor of the American Mind. So definitely check into that. It's important. Okay. So yes, thank you so much. I, I just, uh, this morning was on the phone, uh, a contact with my, um, the, my representative at my pillow, and they really appreciate everything that the Patriots have done, especially the Freedom Force Battalion, because you guys have been on it, and they know that, and they just really, really appreciate all the support because he's right there on the front lines. They're, you know, this whole debanking thing with Minnesota. Thank you so much for calling them. And thank you so much for purchasing their products to help them to, to stay in the fight. So, yeah, definitely continue doing that. It was just They just wanted me to make sure that you guys knew how much they appreciated you. And when you go on there, there are listener specials. So definitely look on that that uh, that tab and uh, see what if there's something that you could use and share and give them whatever that you can do to support Mike Lindell, too. Um, but their products are really wonderful. MyPillow.com. And don't forget to use the promo code MELLY so they'll know that it's from the Freedom Force Battalion. Okay, so I share with you this uh, this verse right here from Zechariah, but I'm going to be um, soon, hopefully, uh, I've, I've gotten the, the book to the <laughs> to my, um, uh, I have a wonderful pro proofreader, Jody Anon helps me to do the proofreading and to get everything really nice and neat, so uh, I can feel free to just put the, the information out there, and she helps to make sure it's all, all pretty, and uh, it looks ready, you know, for a book. So I got that to her, but then I'm like, oh, there's more. I want to, I, I feel like I cannot skip Zechariah. Zechariah is, is all, it's like the book of Revelation in the Old Testament. Okay. And it has so many amazing uh, clues for us. Um, but yeah, this one right here, I thought you would really enjoy. There is no doubt about it. Do not doubt it. However it happens, whether it's the reparations, like Steve Cortez was saying, or however it's going to happen, all that that gold, all that treasure that they have stolen from us is going to come back to us. And they, and all of the evil that they're doing will be stopped. And this is the day. There is no doubt about it. This is the day. If you haven't, like I said, if you haven't, haven't seen this, I've got videos on, um, oh, that's not it. This, the sign of the son of man, I've got it on freedom force dot live and you can see the um the videos where i talk about biblical astronomy i also talk about in the book i have all these pictures of these um the the constellations that are in the book of revelation if you don't know the constellations and the biblical astronomy it's not horoscopes it's biblical astronomy what each of them means for example leo is the lion of the tribe of judah that's our lord jesus is the king of this world if you don't know that then you're not going to be able to decode uh, revelation you have to know the signs and so this is the sign the, no doubt that happened in our day and it, this time actually began on the day President Trump was elected. Really amazing. Very much biblical. So yeah, definitely check into 
into the book, $2.99, and uh, share it with your friends. Okay, let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for all these amazing patriots helping us to piece all this together. And uh, Lord, I thank you that we can be completely confident that you are going to set us free in this day. You've made this promise so many times in the Word. I thank you that you are helping us to understand that. Uh, and now, you said we wouldn't really know until the end, and here we are. We're we're here at the end times for them, and we're going to, we're, it's all making sense now. We are all rising up all over the world. Thank you, Lord, for filling us with your spirit, helping us to understand these things and to give us the courage to fight, to stand, just like they're doing in Canada. I pray you just protect them, surround them with your angels. We know you will. And we have pray for, for um, everywhere that, that rises up, that it'll be the perfect timing and in the perfect way, and that uh, that the enemy will not be able to hijack the movement and and, and, uh, and thwart what we're trying to do. Um, but we, we just know that you're going to direct our steps. We know that. And we thank you. We thank you for um, uh, the reparations that are coming and the gold that will be back in the hands of your people. We thank you for um, all these people working so hard on the election, on True the Vote. We pray that you would just help us to be part of what they're doing. Um, And uh, all these things we pray in your great name, Jesus, because we're so ready for you to be the king of the world. (laughs) We cannot wait. We pray all these things in your great name. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. Don't forget, go on truethevote.org and you can sign up. I just signed up. I did my Gmail. I never did get the email from that. So use another email. And then I I signed up. I got approved. And now I can go on there and say, oh, this person's dead and this person is whatever. So take them off the rolls. Okay. All right. Let's get it, Patriots. And I, I will talk to you later.